My tummy's hungry for burritos. My car is hungry for unleaded gasoline. And your soul is hungry for God's word. Let's talk about that tonight. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerve Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture sit down in a coffee shop with an open Bible with the Blue Letter Bible app and perhaps a notepad so they can write down what God is speaking to their hearts. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to talk about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself because with me, as always, the best at being the worst, it's Steve Supremo. Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> And and uh, Bob Weeb, Grano Weeb, Nitty Bun to you. Well, I thought I was banned from saying that. You're banned from saying it, but I was there when it happened. Moving around the table, <laughs> she is sweet, she is salty, and she's conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Oh, around the other corner of the table here, munching on not Cheetos, but Doritos tonight. Switching things. I have many layers. <laughs> the other O's. Switching things up. Different Edo. <laughs> uh, she's sometimes sassy, always classy from the Island of Enchantment. It's lovely Lady Lee Smotty. Get that pasta, calabasa. Okay. What's up, head? We're, how, how do we put subtitles calabasa. on an audio podcast? <laughs> I don't know how this works. Calabasa's a pumpkin. Good job, Steven. All right. Um, well, uh, and speaking of pumpkin, my favorite great pumpkin over in the booth pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying. It's our own resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer. Hello. Hey, we are missing a Neff tonight, but I think we will power through it just fine. We're going to get into this thing. If you'd like to connect with us, you can be a part of the conversation. Do that by hanging out with us across all the social medias. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can visit our blog online at www.nerdofgodcast.com, and you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical. Sorry, I'm sorry. The Doritos are harder to chew. They're bigger. At what point did it just become the thing that you had to jump in and say that word over top of me? That's saying it was whisper. She just did it and then you didn't threaten to kill her so she just kept Well when she was whispering it was cute. (laughs) Now she just does it with a mouthful of corn chips every week. Still cute. Not nearly as charming. Uh, animated gifts with you. Uh, you can <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're on Facebook, you can join our Facebook small group. We have a great time sharing encouragement, but mostly memes. That is the Nerd of God Squad. Send us an invitation, and we will likely honor your request. And uh, we are a listener-supported podcast, so please visit us at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. You can find out how you can be part of the financial blessing that keeps this ministry happening. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Hallelujah. Well, we're going to get right into it tonight because we have a lot to do. We're talking about devotions. We're talking about the things that uh, that help us to to make our way through the world today. Because sometimes that takes everything you've got, and uh, we're going to do it with God's Word and the help from the Bible. So you guys, you guys are scripture readers. You re- read your Bible every day. That is true. try to try to <laughs> try yeah. to. That is the the. the what is the one thing that Yoda teaches us, Jackie? Do, do or do, do not. not. There is no try. Uh-huh. Uh, so what do you mean try to? So sometimes I think. Um, as humans, because I know I'm not the only one who does this, we don't always make priority certain things that need to be priority. So people yeah. use the excuse of, oh, I don't have time. It's not, you didn't make the time. And sometimes I don't make the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you know, you always feel guilty about that when you look at where you actually do spend your time. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, if, if, as many times as Netflix has ever said, are oh, you still there? No. Yes. <laughs> are you still watching? Well, I had a dollar for every time they <laughs> then, said that. Then we have to, like, God is going to judge us for that. <laughs> or even... <laughs> 
even worse, like my phone will let me know every Sunday, like this is your average screen time. Oh, this week. Yes. Yeah. Five hours, five hours and twenty one minutes. And You're I'm like, up thirty percent. How many? How many of those? Are, or you're down twelve percent. Yeah. How many of those those hours did I spend like on the Bible app? Yeah, and your your phone has. As we just went ahead and deleted your Bible app because you haven't used you it. Haven't used unused it. apps over a year. Yeah. I haven't been using it over a month. They're getting deleted. Yeah. Uh, how often are you? Are you pretty faithful at reading your Bible, Lisa Money? I think, and like, I mean, it's sad because I guess that's the consensus, but I, I think like with Jackie, it's like, it's a thing I try to do and I don't always, always get to it. And it's kind of sad. Like, I wish it was. It's something like I, I have the Bible. <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me, but I have the Bible app on my phone and I have a rule that I never close the Bible app. And it's a weird thing. <laughs> I, it's a weird thing. But like, I always like the idea that I'm carrying, quote, like an open Bible, even though I'm not actually carrying an open Bible. So if I like today, I accidentally I was like on my lunch break and I like was like trying to close some tabs because my phone was slow and I accidentally closed the Bible app and I freaked and the, the frick spirit departed from out. her. I had to immediately open it, like repray over it. Like I was like, no, Bible app open. Like I always need to have the Bible app open. <laughs> open, but unused. Yeah, and it's that's what the thing. It's like I have this weird thing. I, I need to know that it's accessible and that it's there and that the moment that I need it. But when am I taking the time to make it like an ur- not just the urgency to know it's accessible, but the urgency to actually dive into it? That's the thing. And now I'll just give a little behind the scenes for everybody who's not sitting at this table today. Maybe our faithful listeners who don't know you that well, Lise Marty. But uh, I think that uh, if you have ever texted Lise Marty, whether or not you get a response back that week, <laughs> is, I mean, it's just a crapshoot. You just never oh, yeah. know. Uh, she is famous for leaving you on on, on red, red. Yeah. all the time. So uh, so the fact that at Yeesh. least you're doing that to Jesus, too, makes me feel better. Uh, no. so, <laughs> Nick, are you a, are you an avid Bible reader? Well, what the crap are any of us doing here <laughs> trying to tell people about Jesus? We don't even read his word. Sorry, I'm not much of a reader. It's God's word. I know. It's the Bible. Uh, I do audio do a you? lot. Okay. So like with me with me driving to Disney for work now, I'm in my car for at least an hour a day. So I try to use some of that time to like have the word going while, yeah. I'm, while I'm driving. So. so sometimes when I'll do work, I'll put the audio Bible on in the background, but I always run two layers at once. So I always have like the audio, the person that's reading. It's like John 11 and then Jesus went. So they're reading the Bible in their Bible reading voice. Mm-hmm. And then, but I'll always put music on behind it too. So my so favorite, way, my like... favorite one they'll do, it's like, I'll put on the book of Acts and the Thor, the dark world soundtrack and just like <laughs> you let it ride out. And I love those moments when like the music totally syncs up with the thing. It's like, yeah, what's up? So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I have to categorize in my mind, like for me personally, have to create a boundary because I'm I will be tempted to fall back and only use that that like listening to sermons or listening to podcasts mm-hmm. or those that doesn't count as devotion time like that doesn't count at all and and the reason I have to do that is because I will substitute it so quickly and easily and then just kind of assuage myself to think, oh, yeah, I had some time in the Word today, but I really didn't. Listening to a sermon and saying that I had time in the Word today, I did my devotion today, is the same as being hungry and watching Food Network. It just, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it has the form of food, but uh, it has never gone into my tummy. So uh, I, to me, and I know that that under scrutiny maybe doesn't hold all the water, but I just want to make sure that I don't let that line get blurred because mm-hmm. I don't want somebody else doing all the work for me. I want to get into God's word. Um, I use the Bible app. I, I don't use the Bible app. I use Blue Letter Bible. That's my pr- app of preference. And uh, I like that because it has the the Hebrew Greek dictionary. I'll get into it when I'm reading and I will fixate on like one word and I'll just say, okay, what does this one mean? What is this all about? And I'll get into it and look at the Hebrew or the Greek definition and I'll just try to find other words that kind of match up with that and I'll kind of get lost in that sort of thing. But I admit 
I'm not really good at, at being super disciplined about doing it every day, and I want to be, but my problem is, and maybe this is something I need to correct, I just need to get back, we all maybe need to get back to using paper Bibles. Yeah. Do yeah. you prefer digital or paper, honestly? I uh, love paper. Digital I, is easier, but I feel like I get more when I use paper. And I think the problem for me is that, okay, well, the solution, why I like digital better is because, uh, you know, it's convenient. Mm -hmm. It's right there. You know, you can link to stuff. You can copy and paste stuff. Hey, I copied this scripture verse, and now I'm going to put it over top of a picture of a stream and post it to my Instagram <laughs> so people will think I'm more spiritual than I am. Uh, how, how many background images can there possibly be for Jeremiah 2911? But, um... The, the, the idea is like when I open up my Bible Bible, Facebook isn't there. Mm -hmm. When I open up my paper Bible, it's not like, oh, well, and right around the corner is Amazon or mm -hmm. nobody's texting me while I'm trying to read my paper Bible. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you can't get a notification on your Bible. That's right. That's right. Um, I do have uh, something. <laughs> Sometimes you'll find an old church bulletin in your Bible. <laughs> they'll yeah. open You're it like, up and oh. it's like, oh, th this is this is was the upcoming announcements in uh, June of 2014. Oh, that was an interesting thing that we did there. Um, so that to me, that's that's kind of where I live there. I want to make sure that uh, I spend time in God's word. So when you go to the Bible uh, and, and you guys are going to you know, open up the word and you're just going to what do you go on a reading plan? Do you just sort of open it up? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo? Do you have like a, a OK, well, I'm going back to the word. So we're going to start in John because that's my favorite place. Like what's I think your... whoever was the first person or first like innovator of we're going to have this app and we're going to also give you like plans that you can follow and read according to what we tell you to do is a genius and I bless their ministry <laughs> because for me reading the Bible like growing up I remember like being a kid and always being really stressed about how I read the Bible and I used to read it like in Spanish and I don't know why I did that because if you've ever read the Bible in Spanish things sound scarier Santa Biblia yeah they're so intense um wait wait can we do this do you have do you have a Bible app where you can read something for us in Spanish I'm not doing that please pretty please Please. Personal favor. I just want to hear something in Spanish. Poor favor. So that when I put this episode out, I can put scary music behind it, and we can like scare children with <laughs> the Bible. Be awesome. Scared. Love Jesus or die. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I just remember reading it, and it was always like a task for me. I always, you know, did the like mistake of like I'm just gonna start at the beginning and then read through it, and everything will be great. Just and like it, at the beginning, like Genesis. Yeah, like and then I'm you get to Leviticus and you hate everything. Which, <laughs> some of those books are scary in English. I mean, so. And I just didn't. And then, I, you know, whenever it first was, uh, I guess I downloaded a Bible app on my whatever technology I first ever did it on. The I, Having that, like, help of kind of someone weeding out, like, okay, focus on, like, right now, the plan that I have going that I'm trying to, like, stick on is about anxiety in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's nice. It's nice to have, like, a way to target, like, I have this specific area of need and here's a convenient way that I can, like, instead of trying to find it for myself, I have some scripture that it's given like hey this is specifically mm -hmm. gonna encourage you and help you and guide you through whatever your circumstance is so i think that's great i'm all for a good bible plan mm -hmm. yeah yeah yep. and i think it's the good people over at lifechurch.tv uh, that put together the bible app that has all those nifty <laughs> socially shareable reading plans so thanks craig grishel and, and team <laughs> thank you thanks uh have you ever uh, have you ever read what's the what's the version of the bible that's like wait which one? You know the one. The one that if you read it out loud, it's yeah. like... Oh, what is it? Is it, it the Hawaiian Pidgin? Yes, yeah. Hold on, I'm looking it's it like, up now. So if, if, if reading the Bible in Spanish is the scary version, this is like the, uh, you know, play some fun music behind me and we're going to read this. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the, like, Pidgin. Like, not Pigeon. I keep on saying Pigeon. I think it's, I think it's Pidgin. Pidgey or something like that. Pidgeon. Like a Pokemon? P Pidgeotto, yeah. Pidgeon. 
but it's it's definitely it's the most fun I've had. But I've also felt like I was definitely not enjoying the Bible. I was enjoying the reading of it. The reading of the word. So, we're not we're not enjoying the reading of the word. We're enjoying, we're enjoying the, the reading the, of those words. Yes, exactly. But sidebar, uh, I I introduced uh, I introduced Lise Marie to uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Pokemon Ooh, uh, on the that? Nintendo Switch this week. Uh, she almost convinced me to buy it. We just played the demo, but we had a lot of fun. I was very good. What's at the it. best part about that game? For me, yes, the power. <laughs> the power over small, cute animals. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I think they took it off. Did they take yeah, it I off? Think they took I it think off. they took it off. All right. Because I inter- can't even remember what it was called, but I know I would know it if I. Oh saw no! It's Hawaiian it. pigeon. It's Creole. It's the Creole version of it. Just, Bible Hawaiian I found, pigeon. I found it. It's called the Jesus Book. The, there <laughs> it is. Well, no, but on your the Bible Jesus app, it's book. the Hawaiian pigeon. So let's open this up. We're going to go to uh, <clears throat> number one, Fo Timothy. That's the that's chapter one of Timothy. Okay, so number one, Fo Timothy. Aloha, Timothy. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says. It's Can't Hawaiian, right? This letter from me, Paul. God went and tell me for all over, tell the people the good stuff about Jesus Christ. God, he take us out of the bad kind of stuff we do. Jesus, the special guy, God with send all us guys stay wait for him and come you like him. You just like my boy. I just like your father. For real kind, cause I win help you for trust God. God our father and Jesus Christ our good boss. I like them for the plenty good stuffs you with aloha and give you chance and make your heart rest inside. That's you can't read that That's without my smiling. Favorite thing that I've ever heard. Ever. You can't read That's that part, without being happy. Kind is K I N E. Yeah, it's it's great. It's 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 fun to read. But uh, the the thing is, there's a group of people that actually speak and read like that. That mm-hmm. that is translated to minister the gospel to them. Yeah, like we can read it and kind of put a laugh on our face. But someone who speaks that can now have devotions in mm-hmm. their language. We have a, a place that's just outside of Orlando, like right. It's about ten minutes from here called Wycliffe. Have you guys ever been to Wycliffe campus? I've driven by I it. Have not. It's huge, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's near yeah. Moss Park. Yeah. Yeah, we, and, we have been by it. And they ha- they do Bible translations for yeah. people all around the world, which mm. is really, really cool. Um, and that's it's awesome that that happens right here. We know somebody, our friend Mojo, uh, his dad works for them, and he tra- oh, really? he translates films into different languages. Aww. That's cool. Yeah, so it's really cool. Good, neat stuff that happens over there. Um, anybody that, if you can get God's word into people's hand, I think it's a really yeah. special, special thing. So uh, sure. we're going to talk a little bit more about that tonight. In fact, we're going to have a special guest in just a few minutes uh, talking a little bit about some of our devotions and some unique ways to take devotions. I'm really excited about this. Uh, we're, we're, so you want to stay tuned to that. But before we get into that we got to take care of a little business you guys okay because you know what time it is it's time for the worst thing ever ever, ever. that's right <laughs> what's going on everybody it is time for the worst thing ever and i got some good news for you guys what's that Steven? this is the final round before the final round okay. of worst thing ever so right. there's more final there's one more after this and then so it's we like the final round eve yes final <laughs> round eve um, the, it's the penultimate round now. It's, that, there we go. I don't that's think that's amazing. Is that true? Next to last, okay. right? Penultimate. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Penultimate. I'm not a grammar person. Anyway, last week it was Batman v Superman versus Elektra. Oh my goodness, that's that's a, a hunk of crap versus terrible. a hunk of crap. But 
obviously Electra was the worst out of the two, and how Electra you, moves yeah, on. It's inexcusably bad. It's, it's, it almost deserves to be direct-to-video. Like, that's how bad <laughs> it, it, it should have been. It's like I saw it on an airplane once. So, uh, so what's, I, what's this week? This week, it is Fan Stick uh, versus Catwoman. Oh, my goodness. Two stinkers. Yeah, but if I'm going to be honest... Catwoman, I think Catwoman needs to go on to the final round. Catwoman was awful. Yeah, but Fan like, Four Stick voting, was I'm awful, and it took itself really seriously. Yeah, but at least like there was something cool. At least the CG was okay. Like Catwoman was just so bad. Can I just pause right there? Steven, earlier you said something, and I wasn't paying attention when you said it, but now I know what you were talking about. That? Jackie, that is huge yarn. <laughs> yes. yes, that is thick yarn. That's Jackie is needle. knitting. What is that? A, what, are, what are you knitting? A giant blanket. It's a. It's not a blanket. It's a It's a pot holder for a giant. Do you want to feel I'm it? Just, I, I do, but I'm not going to reach across the table right touch now because I'll knock stuff over. Touch it. But, touch it. Okay, I'm going to touch it. Oh, my gosh. It's so yarny. It's, it's thick with so two C's. Like, that yarn is the the size of my pinky finger. Look like, at the it needle. Is thick gauged it yarn. It looks like a toy, like, when you want to, you know what I mean? When you want something to look small, so you give them giant You give things. them giant. <laughs> and we've given <laughs> it to the smallest person here, so it looks oh even more goodness. giant. It's a workout. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's amazing. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Stephen. No, okay. it's fine. That just caught my eye, and I was like, holy cow, what, is, okay. what in the world is that? That's thick yarn. And when I watched Fantastic Four, I had some thick yawns while oh. watching that movie. But it's still not as bad as Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where can they vote for this, Stephen? You can go to our website, nerdofgodcast.com, yes, you to can. cast your vote to determine who will face Electra yeah. in the final round of the worst thing worst ever. Worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> So before we get into our interview tonight, uh, we, and we do have a special guest that's going to be calling in, I reached out to some of our Nerd of God squad. And again, we're talking about devotions this evening. Um, and, and, you know, when you get into something like that, devotion is very important. You have to stay consistent. You have to stay plugged in. Uh, at least, Monty, we, we have been devoted to something together. We have. The, the Masked Singer. We have. And the past couple weeks, I feel like it's been two weeks we have not watched The Masked Singer. I am upset. And There's I, this dumb baseball thing happening or whatever. <laughs> That's been done for a while now. <laughs> no, the past two weeks it was going on. That was my impression as to why the Masked Singer wasn't happening. Yeah, I don't know if it is or not. I, I just feel like I've been very disconnected from something that we were doing very faithfully and very religiously for, for <laughs> two seasons now. And uh, when, you, when you're when you into something and you're committed to something and then you stop doing it, it's very, very notable, right? Like yeah. you, you all of a sudden feel like this absence in your life. I feel mm -hmm. like, I how do I know who is trancing out on the stage and dressed in some mascot costume singing songs from Motown or something like that? I don't know what's going on. I don't know who Jenny McCarthy is shocked that she didn't know what the person was this week. So... Uh, that doesn't have anything to do with anything except for the fact that sometimes when you're devoted to something uh, and you stop it, you miss it, it, it really messes you up. It gets you twisted out. So we had mm. this whole routine. We don't. And don't, worse, you can get so out of the routine that you just don't revisit it. Exactly. Well, that yeah. can't happen. We yeah, can't let that happen. Pinky promise. Pinky that's what happened right to now, me. I think with you're supposed community. to use the op uh, I was watching community with both of you, and you guys got ahead of me and left me out, and now I don't watch the show. Well, you were unfaithful, Steven. You never told me when it was happening. You just did it without telling the, the me. The train that's keeps not my it rolling. Fault. The train keeps rolling. There's no set time, no set day, and now I've fallen off because I don't have so many people <laughs> accountable. <laughs> Where's with the crybaby? That devotion. Mask. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the crybaby mask needs. You're to just it. like that, Jake, because it didn't happen to you. Okay. <laughs> it happened to me. I'd grow up and get over it. Yeah. This is that's difficult to hear. <laughs> uh, 
when you get into a devotion, like we watch the show, Least Money, The Masked Singer. We watch it every single week, and we had a routine. I don't have cable, so we did, couldn't watch it live. Plus, we're at church on Wednesday, I think, when it comes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would get together every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Least Money would come to my house after she got off work, and we would make dinner or cookies or whatever we, our routine was, mm-hmm. and we would watch The Masked Singer together. All right, that was that was kind of our thing that we were doing, and we had this, it, it happened every week like clockwork. The past couple weeks, there, there's been baseball, and the show's been kind of bumped or you know relocated or. Uh, overlooked and lost and in the ether. <laughs> it is it's thrown my routine off and it's messing me up. Uh, and, and the same thing can happen really, really easily with our Bible devotion time. So um, I am going to the experts to get some good advice and good input on how people out there are reading their Bible. We want to hear from our Nerd of God squad. So we asked some people on our social media page, our Nerd of God cast uh, Facebook group, the Nerd of God squad, uh, to share with us what their devotion life looks like. So uh, as we look in through the looking glass of their lives, perhaps we will be inspired or maybe we'll see utter failure and feel better about ourselves. Either way, it's going to be a win. So uh, let's check this out. Ryan Felton. Uh, writes, to be honest, my devotion life has never been all that good. Oh, sorry about that, Ryan. Uh, my time set aside for those things is never what it should have been. In general, I do best solo for devotions. Exception would be a Discord channel he's part of that does a devotion channel. We take turns doing a devotion, being able to take something I have heard a minister say, read in a book, or taken from a song, and turn it around for that with a few scriptures has been a nice addition. So, really good there. Uh, Daryl Kinsman from the Nerd of God Squad said, My wife and I try to find devotions with the YouVersion Bible app to read together. That's yeah. nice. I like the idea of, of couples reading the Bible together. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. foundational. Joshua Chalk says, I'm a father of a two-year-old and an eight-month-old, so my Devo time is ever-changing and never consistent. That's the season <laughs> I'm in. I, I get that, man. Uh, when I do make time in the morning, I usually read a chapter from the Bible or Devo from the Bible app. Sometimes I'll even just worship with music or play audio on the, the audio Bible when kids are a handful or I'm in a rush that morning. It's always different, and I don't get it in as often as I'd like, but I know God's love and grace for me is never ending in this season. Every effort I'm willing to make, even in small amounts, does make a difference in my life. Uh, Lloyd Smith said, I have a very strict plan. Strict because I need it to be strict because the plan requires it. Three, three, three. Three chapters of the Bible a day. Three separate times of prayer, three minutes of journaling or meditating on a biblical reading, three minutes of worship without a song. So there's his three, three, and three. That's a good, good pattern there. So maybe, maybe write that one down, rip that off with uh, Lloyd Smith. Rodney Cannon listens to the daily Bible reading on the U version, a walk through the Bible, uh, 365 plan. When he gets to the office, he reads his daily passage from a year with C.S. Lewis. And he takes his personal study before he begins whatever he's you know going to study for preaching that week. Uh, prayer is intermittent throughout the day. Our friend Chris Wanzer said um, that he loves devotionals because it's not just a 30-minute thing that you do in your room or whenever, and then you find revelation or peace, and then you're done. Devotional is ongoing with no boundaries or time limits. He might start a devotional, finish it several weeks later, because one thing always leads to something else, but you start uncovering a piece of treasure, and so you just want to keep digging. It's amazing. So devotional time for him is anywhere at any time uh, beyond just his routine times and places. Um, me, I wish that I, I wish that I was better about doing this thing. And you know what? What kind of pricked my conscience about this? Honestly, mm-hmm. what made me feel bad is, I, have you guys been playing the Mario Kart app? Nope. Not since the first day. It came out. Wait, there's an app for Mario Kart. Oh yes. yeah, girl, so you like can play Mario, Mario Kart for free on your phone. It's so hype. It's so good. 
That being said, they have this system that motivates you to, to play every day because every day that you play, you get a little ticket or some gems or whatever mm-hmm. the things are that you can do so you can cash it in and buy other things and blah, 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 blah. It's one of those, hey, this game's free, but we're going to really, really make you want to have to play every day so that you can unlock all the things uh, and, and compel you to keep going down this rabbit hole of mm-hmm. uh, race car track. And um, and I remember like getting up and first thing in the morning I would do is I would pick up my phone as soon as I woke up and I would open up Mario Kart so I could cash in my little thing so I could get whatever the thing was and see what was ever in the shop. And I remember sitting there, opened my phone, turned on Mario Kart, put the phone down and went to go about my day and I said, I have been playing Mario Kart every day since it came out, like the day it came out, like for three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is. And I don't pick up my Bible every morning on my phone. My phone is in my hand and the Bible app is right there. And I I don't open my Bible every single morning when I wake up. And I started feeling super self-conscious. Like, what am I doing this for? Am I hitting the feeder button so I can get a couple gems on Mario Kart so I can unlock Bowser or whatever? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm ignoring God. So uh, it sort of pricked my conscience a little bit. It just kind of made me feel a little, uh, you know, a little little raunchy about my own personal life. So... I wanted to find out what other people were doing. I wanted to find out what you guys were doing and encourage us to do better because mm-hmm. yeah. we can do better. Yes. And one of the ways that we can do better with these things is by finding cool things, cool tools, like secret weapons in the battle against uh, boring devotions. And I think I found one that you guys are going to love. Are you super excited to hear well, about I'm it? Incredibly excited. Yes. This is maybe my new favorite thing, and I can't wait to share it with all of you guys there. So what is- uh, I'm going to tell you right now. So this thing that I have found that has really made devotions kind of fun again, I found this book. I don't even know where I was, just kind of on the internet, on Amazon, just looking at things that I would like. And I came across an advertisement for this book. Uh, I don't know if it was just like, hey, Amazon recommends this to you because we listen to you, you know, every word that you say, so we know what you're into. <laughs> but I found a book called Geek and Ye Shall Find. It's devotions for nerds, geeks, and dorks everywhere. And I felt like that was singing my song, you guys. Ooh. And uh, as a special treat for us tonight here on the Nerd of Godcast, we have on the phone right now the author of this book, Ellen Elliott. Ellen, welcome Ooh. to the Nerd of Godcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a treat. Such yeah. a treat. Well, it's a treat for <laughs> us, too. Such a treat, yeah. uh, My name is Tony. Uh, with me is Steven and Jackie and Lise Mari, and, uh, and we are a podcast that's all about bringing Christ culture and nerd culture together so that, you know, the, the people the, at the comic shops and the game stops can experience God in a way that they can understand. So when we saw this book, when I saw your book, I was like, this is my heart. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about the book, you know, for those that have never heard of it until just now. Well, it is a book. It's a devotional for geeks and nerds everywhere. And, you know, I honestly, I think you don't really even have to be a geek or a nerd to really get into it. A lot of it um, can kind of just be pop is pop culture ish, you know, um, each chapter, I, there's 31 chapters, so you can read one every day of the month. And each one starts out with kind of a hook about um, you know, Star Wars or um, Star Trek or Doctor Who or Minecraft. I know that um, your uh, Nick, your engineer, really likes Minecraft. <laughs> he does. So he oh might my. like that oh. chapter. Have you, have you been stalking us, Ellen? <laughs> um, a little. I even wrote down your name so that I could like, try to figure Aww. out who, which each one of your voices are. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. Yeah, but yeah, like, and then it launches into just, um, I take each one of those little bits and I kind of weave it into thoughts about God, our faith, our spirituality, um, just our journey through our, our Christian faith. Yeah. yeah. 
It's so cool. And okay, so so the thing that I love about it is the diversity of the topics that you that you cover in this book. <laughs> and I've got your table of contents open right here. Now, the first chapter, which I know, Stephen, this is your favorite. Oh. She opens up with Lost. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So right, right away, you know, she's she's got my attention. But then you go down, and and it's like there's so such a diversity of things. I think there's something in this book that every single kind of nerd can get into. When I looked down and I said, okay, you got Disney stuff in here. You have Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. What? Uh, yeah. Back to the Future. Okay. So you're go we're going down the list. And then I started seeing stuff that I'm going, all right, this is some deep cut action right here. When I got down to chapter 23, UHF. Yes. Weird Al. One of my uh, favorite uh, movies of all time. Totally yes. lovingly represented in this book. I, I said, you know what? I, how are we not best friends, Ellen? I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, and, you know, and some of them are, you know, can be, were, were, were movies that were maybe more part of, um, not really geekdom, but like I have warm bodies in there. And right. I know a lot of people haven't heard of that one, but that one is just a fantastic movie. And it had so many... It's like parallels to our Christian walk that I had to include that one. Too. It's funny because when Tony first like got this book and was reading it, he came to me and he was like, this amazing book that I'm mad that that's, this came from somebody else's brain. It's not true. mine. I did, I did say I'm so mad <laughs> that somebody else did this. <laughs> and he showed it to me, just pick a chapter and read it and see how awesome it was. And the one I picked, I looked at the table, I picked warm bodies. And I was like, Oh, that's cool and interesting that she would, I feel like nobody knows what warm bodies is. And I just thought it was really awesome. I love because I saw that, I see that, and you put that in there, and I thought that's so cool that somebody that's not like aware of it or maybe would have just thought this as this like kind of dumb teen romanticy movie. Yeah. And and you really added this really awesome spiritual application that I was like, dang, look at this. Well, I feel better about watching this. Yeah, and like I had to put a you know we're geeks, so I had to put a zombie <laughs> chapter in there. But if you read the chapter, I hate zombies. I cannot handle zombies. <laughs> so it's really the only zombie anything that I can I, I love. Well, it's um, redeemed by the, the love ones, angle, yeah. right? right? As long yeah. as it's, it's a zombie love story, it's more of a love story than yes, anything. It is. It was based off of Romeo and Juliet, which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. like, that is interesting. And yeah, so they started yeah. with them dying and then worked their way backwards. Is that how? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Sort I confess, of, I didn't know, see it's it. Loose. I, <laughs> it's loose. It's a looser interpretation. That's yeah, so funny. And they they have a chapter about Legos, Nick. So you gotta you gotta get a copy of this. Even better. Uh, even better. So yeah, lots of great stuff in this thing. So so tell me about like yourself. You're you're an artist. Is that kind of your yes. your default? Deal? I'm a writer and an artist. Um, and a mom. You know, I'm an everything kind of thing. And um, but yeah, I started out with art. Um, and I just kind of discovered I loved writing along the way. Um, I've worked for um, Dayspring Cards. So I've worked kind of in the Christian community industry. But, I'm, you know, you, you come across other little kind of weird Christian geeks along the way. And you find your, <laughs> your own tribe as you go. Yeah. And that's kind of been my walk. Very, very cool. Well, can yeah. you tell all those people about our podcast? That would be huge help. <laughs> I would really love to. It. In fact, some of them um, helped edit this book for me because I was so afraid I was going to make some big geek error in this <laughs> and book. And the geeks won't let it so, go. They will when not. When you mess yeah. up, they point You're it out. Dead and they never, to us. Yeah. Oh, and, and they caught some. Like, I, I was like, oh, I'm sure I didn't have very many. And I caught, like, Mo, my my, my friends that edit, um, helped me read through the um, 
my uh, Lord of the Rings uh, <laughs> chapter that I had, they caught all the stuff, and I was like, okay, I got to change some stuff, but because yeah. um, they know the nitpicky Lord of the Rings. That's right. Details. You, don't don't you dare overlook Tom Bombadil. They won't have it. Nope. nope. That's no, so no, no. funny. Yes. That's so. So yeah. is this like your your main deal? Writing and art? Is this a side hustle for you? Um, it's kind of. I I'm I think in this day and age, you kind of have to have multiple hustles. So yeah. I have a part time <laughs> job. I'm a scholarship coordinator at a local high school. That's nice. one of my gigs. And I write and I illustrate and I just kind of do all sorts of things. I'm a mom. I'm a single mom, too. So, um, you know, I, I just wear lots of hats. And um, right now I'm kind of working on I've been writing a middle grade novel. I just kind of like to do everything. <laughs> I yeah. feel that. So. So what for you was – obviously this didn't just happen overnight. This is probably yeah. something that's kind of been building in you and in, in your passions and uh, obviously in your faith. What was the tipping point for you? When did you say, okay, I have to write this book now? Like what made that happen for you? I was watching an episode of Chuck um, several <laughs> okay. years ago. Um, I talk about Chuck in one of my chapters in my book. Um, I I was a late convert to Chuck. I know lots of nerds love Chuck, but um, I know I always knew when it was on the air that it was kind of on the brink of cancellation. Yeah, always. And I've had my heart broken so many times by shows. <laughs> I've been hurt before. Yes, I've been hurt. And I, um, my, the biggest hurt of mine was when they canceled Arrested Development earlier. Listen. That one almost brought tears. And then they me. didn't, and when they brought it back, it didn't help. It wasn't the same. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so I was watching, I finally, um, it was probably like three or four years ago. I started, I was like, okay, it was on Netflix finally. And I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll try it, whatever. And I fell in love with it like immediately. Mm -hmm. And and I got to an episode, it's in season three, um, it's called Chuck versus the Tic Tac. And okay. in that episode, um, I don't know, if you, are you a Chuck fan? I just, I, okay, so after I watched Shazam, I said, okay, I like Zachary Levi now, I have to start watching Chuck. Uh -huh. So I'm still in season one. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Well, so you anyway. So you sent a little bio that kind of spoiled the end of Chuck for me a little oh, bit. So. That's okay. I, I we can still be friends. You of all people would have walked all of Chuck. But I was the watching this one. <laughs> That's right. They're, we're very critical people, nerds yeah. and geeks. Well, and I, like I, I, I have mentioned before, I heard a rumor about the way that Chuck ends, and I'm not going to spoil it for any of your nerds out there. Um, <laughs> but I refuse. I didn't. I didn't like what I heard, and oh. so I, I ended. I stopped watching at the end of season four because I liked the ending of that season and right. I was like I can't go on anymore but I was watching this one episode of Chuck and um it was it was about fear basically okay. and in this episode Chuck is having troubles with his fear and he's 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 past just becoming kind of the the computer analyst type person I, I don't want to reveal too much but okay. in in the season but he gets to a point where he's having to actually go out in the field and really do spy work. And so he has to make this decision whether to take this this pill that will shut off his fear or not. And it just made me start thinking about our own walk with God and and our own fear and how like Christ is really our fear pearl. We don't really have anything to be afraid of if we know in our hearts that, you know, Christ is in control. Wow. So anyway, that just started me thinking about, Oh, all these other things that I've watched and all my, I've, I kind of consider myself like a geek Jack of all trades and not really a master of none. Okay. You know, like yeah. I'm not, 
I'm not like a super Doctor Who fan or a super Star Wars fan, but I just kind of appreciate a lot of them. So I just took a lot of my loves, 31 of them, and I just tried to bring the Christian faith into each one of them Mm -hmm. through my chapters. So, yeah, (laughs) that's what I did. Is your process then typically to start out with with a show or with a movie and then kind of see the spirituality in it? Or do you start out with a scripture verse and then go hunt down something that supports it? Um, You know, it was different for each chapter. Some of them were kind of like... um, so easy to write because let me look at i don't have to open my book again here um like little shop of horrors when i wrote that one i know come on it's my favorite musical me too i love it and um so like with little shop of horrors it's pretty easy to compare audrey to and the way that seymour feeds it and feeds it to sin you Mm -hmm. know so that one to me was a little easier to write and 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 kind of explore, you know, what the Bible says about sin, you know, how we approach that in our lives, saying no. And, you know, um, like, like in that chapter, I talk about the fact that, you know, the, um, the musical little shop of horrors has a very different ending than the movie. It does. does. They actually changed it. Audrey wins. Yes. And so, you know, I say, you know, we have a choice too in life. We can either let sin win in our life or we can make another choice. And so, you know, I, things like that, but some of the other chapters, you know, I kind of had to, I don't know, I I had more of a theme in mind and I found something that matched it, (laughs) but, um, but all of them are things that I really love in life. Um, probably the thing, if I were a master of one, it would probably be the Muppets. I think Muppets <laughs> are probably my biggest passion of all of the things that I write about. Ellen Elliott, but, yeah, what, yeah. I, I, well, I'm in love with you. I just want oh. I just need to confess that right <laughs> now. You. you are my new best friend on the planet. Oh, well, thank you. Listen to me. Girl, I cry when I hear Rainbow Connection. Forget about it. Don't <laughs> He's even, not lying. I am not lying. <laughs> and you know what? It's so funny the way God works because my kids – could care less about the Muppets. What? It's like Aww. painful to me. It, it hurts me. But yeah, anyway. And my daughter likes anime, and I'm not really an anime fan, so it's yeah. just weird the way God works. Well, so anime's like weird, so it's anime's fault. Anime. It's not God's fault. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. So uh, just a little behind the behind the scenes then. Is there anything, if you would have had 32 chapters, what would have been the next thing? What, what didn't make the cut? I'm trying to think. Um, oh... I had a okay. So here was the deal: um, when you're working with a Christian publisher, you kind of have to walk a line. Um, like some things, I, I felt like I couldn't include. I couldn't really include um, movies that, even though I had gotten a lot out of it, might have kind of you know like a sex scene in it or something like that. Yeah. And so I really felt like if I included that in in my book, I would be pointing people, you know, go watch this. And I didn't really want to do that. Right. So there gotcha. was some stuff I kind of felt like I had to, to leave out. And, sure. um, sometimes, you know, some Christians are a little hinky about like, you know, witchcraft and sorcery and things like that. So, so I really, no Harry Harry Potter. Potter. No Harry I did not include Harry Potter, which I think probably might shock people, but, um, I just, although, you know, I have read the series 
And there's some wonderful biblical parallels in there, but I just yes, kind of made that choice to to leave out Harry. See, Potter. I disagree, Ellen. I think Harry Potter is how Satan enters into oh children. Oh my god! So, <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> really? <laughs> He's a liar. And uh, and no Game of Thrones. Surprised about that one? It's, oh well. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Are you really surprised I didn't include that? No, one? No, I'm not. <laughs> you don't. I did actually. No, I had people ask me that. They were like, "Well, where's Game of Thrones?" And I was like. Have you watched HBO where it belongs? Are you sure? Well, the, I'm sure the books are not as graphic. I don't think we can go there. The books are just as graphic. Oh, really? You just, oh. yeah. just got to use your imagination. which is Yeah, or like Outlander or something. I was like, yeah, I, I can't do that. I'm yeah, sorry. That's but, so funny. Uh, but it was great because I had some things that I really didn't have much experience with. Um, like Doctor Who, I've never really been a Doctor Who fan, so I I watched quite a bit of Doctor Who to find. The I feel right like Jackie episode. is giving you a death glare through the I phone am right not. now. Not he is lying. It's wonderful. Is well, lying. it's wonderful. It is. Um, but yes, and and wow, it's just it's such a different toned show than I think we're used to as Americans. That's a really so, good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird getting into it, but after all, I was like, I think I love this, but I'm really still <laughs> not sure. I don't love this, but I love him. It's Look, a, I that, do. That's kind of yeah. how I felt when I started watching it. It was like, this is kind of rough to watch, but as I, I, I think it was like three or four episodes and I'm like, yeah, you know, I like this. This is okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. England itself, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's, oh, like, yeah. Yes. it's kind of meh until it's like, oh, yeah. So great. We yeah. could talk about all the things that geek us out, I but know. Uh, we we got we got to uh, we're going to get back into our um our, our show here tonight. Before we leave you, I have two more quick things I want to hit with you. Tell us about <laughs> when you do your devotions, when you do your Bible reading time. What's your process? What is what does the environment look like for you? What does it look like when Ellen Elliot sits down to read the word of God? <sighs> Um, it's usually half asleep. I wake up at five every morning. I get, I, this is my process. I set one alarm next to my bed. Um, at five, I hit that one like three times. And then my (laughs) phone alarm, which is in the living room goes off. And because I don't want to wake my son up, I sprint to the living room to turn it off. So then that gets me actually out of bed. So Mm. then I have coffee and I just kind of read. And a lot of my devotionals are just me picking out verses and kind of just contemplating them for a while. That's cool. Um, but I, you know, I've read some really great devotionals um, recently. I just like, I like having a theme and reading a verse yeah. and then just kind of thinking about it for yeah. a while. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I read a really great one recently too. It's called Geek and you shall find. Uh, <laughs> oh, very inspiring. Go. Available on Amazon.com right now. Um, no, really cool stuff. Now, before you go, I want to ask you five questions. These are our closing okay. five questions, and then we'll okay. we'll let you give a shout out so people can find you across all the internet. So, uh, real quick, just top of your head, don't overthink it. Okay. What is the one thing that you would reinvent about yourself if you could? Um, my eyebrows. I have weird <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> you know, out there, someone is listening right now who has weird eyebrows. That is like they just threw yeah, their fist I, up in the air. Said, "My you, sister." You. That's how you they know it's an honest far. answer. It's they a, don't grow far enough down my face on each side. I inherited it from my mother. So do you always and look surprised? I, I mean, what's the? No, it's like I. I think. Like, I think people don't notice it until maybe they're staring at me for a long time. Now you're going to go to my Instagram and stare <laughs> and at me. We're all just going to go look at But, the yeah. Okay. Like, um, I guess that. And also, I think I wish I was more um, adventurous. Okay. You know, I'm kind of a homebody. I really like 
home. I like home, but I, 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 I changed that about myself. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So you got one last meal. It's the last meal you can eat before Jesus comes back. What okay. are you putting on the table? Um, I really like artichokes. I like to peel them off and dip them in love and butter sauce. Yeah, girl. And you, you don't really get full, but, um, but you get buttery and that's good. You get buttery and, um, I like to pick things. So it, it, it fulfills my need to pick. So yeah, that. I'm a fan of the artichoke. You are speaking my language okay. here. Okay. Um, keep it moving here. Uh, if they were making a movie of your life, who would okay. play you? Ooh, um, you, what, like personality wise or looks wise? Sure. You're, it's your movie. You're casting it. Oh, I Who would you know. want to play you? Who, Tina Fey. I love her. <sighs> I, love I love it. Tina. My cat is named Fey after Tina Fey. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's how much I love her. That is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, all right. So if uh, you couldn't do art and you couldn't do writing and you couldn't help high schoolers with scholarships, what other profession would you like to attempt? Um... That's going to sound crazy. I always wanted to be a puppeteer. That's not crazy Seriously. at all. Tony like, found a new best friend. I feel like you're female Tony. <laughs> this really? is alternate universe Tony. I, I used to be a, I wanted that. I, I used to be a puppeteer I, I, at Disney, Ellen. Are you serious? Yeah. Have you met a Muppet in real life? That's my other thing. I have been called a Muppet in real life. I don't even. Uh, okay. That, that's probably what I would do. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's wonderful. Uh, and then last thing, and this is this is the tough one maybe. If you could Thanos snap one movie or TV show or book or music album, just one media form out of existence. If you could if you could just Thanos snap <gasps> anything, any show, any movie, what would you make disappear forever? Just one. <laughs> just the one. Oh, can I have two, please? You can have two because I like your book so much. Okay. Um Titanic. Really? Wow. What's, your, wait, what's your deal with Titanic? Because I felt like it was forced on me in the 90s and I refused to watch it and I still have never watched it. Good for but you. Anytime anyone finds you. out I've never watched Titanic, it becomes a thing. It's their us. mission now. But you have uh, yes. to watch it. I have you it on have two VHS tapes. Uh-uh. No, you and don't have to watch it. Keeping up with fine. the Kardashians because I just, I'm tired of them in my face all the time. I'm <laughs> sure they're, no, I'm sure they're lovely people, but like, they're probably not, though. <laughs> well, I mean, that's sorry. a good choice. Good that, choice, Ellen. So, so you're not getting rid know. of the Kardashians, okay? Because Jesus loves them, but you're definitely getting rid of their access to yeah no, no, television not cameras. Them. And... I just, I want, yeah, yeah, that would probably be it. Is that mean? I hope that's not. Mean. Is it mean? No, I think no, it's I think decisive. It's... I think it's decisive, and it shows <laughs> okay. the content of your character. So. I think that's the best okay. answer. A well-earned second snap, if I do say so myself. Okay, uh, okay Ellen, where can people find you if they're looking for you and they want to see your eyebrows and your books? Um, I am on Instagram as Ellen Elliott. Um, it's mainly pictures of uh, my cats, my kids, <laughs> and cartoons. I'm a cartoonist too, so there's cartoons there too. Nice. Um, and that's E double L E N E double L I O double T. Double T. Um, and then thereignofellen.com. Oh, the Reign and of Ellen. I love that. Yes, yes. That is 
the only place in the universe where I really actually have control. Um, so that's <laughs> my reign. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I have okay. absolutely been delighted to be able to share this time with you. Well, Thank awesome. you for this book. Thank you for bringing this into the world. I, I just pray that uh, it would encourage and inspire people uh, both inside Christ culture and nerd culture and outside uh, and show them what it's like to um, to really let your faith and your fandom cross over. That's what we're all about. That's what you're all about. And, uh, and man, I'm just so glad that we got to spend this time together. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. This was awesome. I love you. I love geeks. I love my fellow geeks. Right on. <laughs> well, uh, okay. I love you. We will uh, we'll be following you and, and retweeting you and all the different things like that. So uh, thank okay. you so much, awesome. Ellen. Have a blessed day and stay cool. Bye. 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 That was nice. She's so That pleasant. was a delight. When I say that I love this person, I'm just telling you like, if, She's I, wonderful. if she lived here, I would hang out with her and none of you. Oh wow! Sounds I mean, about right. I don't mean that in that way. I just mean like you know, she's really cool. Like I like I'm looking at the chapters of this book and I'm reading what she writes and I'm going, my sister. Like can you, I, can I see the book? This girl gets it? it. Yeah, look how cool this book is. I like the design. It's oh. like Pac-Man, no, Pac-Man, but with geeky thing. Yeah. Pac-Man gave me anxiety as a child. <laughs> you got to check this book out. Go get it on Amazon. I uh, I give it in my Joan Calamezzo book club endorsement right here. The big sticker on That's the right. I'm going to put the big sticker on the front. Tony approves. Tony approves. So uh, check this book out. And I'm, I'm so glad that you know there's a way that we can look at devotions from a point of view that inspires us, but also inspires our creativity as well. So get out there, read your Bible, get into God's Word. I just want to encourage you, man. God's Word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path uh you know we faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god if you will get into the word if you will begin to nourish yourself and feed yourself with the word of god it's going to build your faith it's going to build the words that you speak are going to have power and authority you're going to talk like jesus and think like jesus and uh, great things are going to come out of your life so uh get into it be a part of it and you will be blessed that is a nerd of god cast guarantee so final thoughts you guys i want to buy that book Buy yes. that book. I want to buy this book. I'm not, I don't even want to let you borrow it because I want you to go buy it. I it's, just want to read that one. The, the you lost can read chapter. the lost one. You'll I you'll do. dig it the most, man. I'm it's, so excited. To she read did it. a really. I read it and honestly, dude, I got. I was so mad. I'm going. I'm so mad that she did this so well because I, I just got super jealous of her. So anyway, I want to keep talking about the book. But Ellen Elliot's amazing, uh, and and that book is awesome. Definitely worth a buy. So uh, that's it for tonight. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us across all the social medias: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at Nerdagodcast. And uh, join the conversation. Let us know what your Bible study is like. Let us know what you've been reading in your Bible and uh, what God has been speaking to you. Until next time, uh, for Steve O. Supremo. Goodbye. Jackie Freakin Wilson. Bye. Lovely Lady Lismati. Make good choices. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't gotta go home. But, but we, we can't, can't stay here. Good night, everybody. They're cheese. I changed it up, guys. I'm diverse. I'm. I you are the diversity of our layered. show. We are a diverse <laughs> podcast. We accept all forms of chips. Except for corn nuts. Screw corn nuts. I corn love nuts. ranch corn nuts. Ranch corn nuts? Those are the worst corn nuts. What is wrong? That's literally elementary school. I envision it now. Me. Elementary school. Ranch corn nuts and a Malta.
You, you took me there, and that sounds disgusting. <laughs> Ranch cornets in a Malta is like what they feed you in prison. <laughs> and Guantanamo Bay. You're like, not even wrong. good prisons. That's why they invented the Geneva detention. Crime doesn't pay, kids, unless you like ranch corn nuts and Malta. In which case, go ahead. Yeah, in which case, go ahead.